Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Chris. And I'm Jamie Bailey, and we're Christian counselors and marriage coaches. We're here to help you put God in the center of your marriage by sharing some solid biblical truth, along with some practical marriage tips. So no matter where you're at in your marriage, start getting excited, because we're here to help you. Enjoy the journey. Well, we want to welcome you, and uh, we're so glad you're here. I mean, we just have such a good time, and we <laughs> we hope that you're having a good time with us. That's right. So we're going to be talking about how to have the best New Year as a couple in this episode. Woohoo! Because we want you to have a great New Year. Yeah. And all too often, this usually is the season for getting ready to go to the gym for a month, mm-hmm. and then and then quit. And then, <laughs> and start that new diet and then quit. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. all those kind of things, because we feel that that's what we're supposed to do, right? That's just, there's a certain amount of, I don't know, assumption or expectation that it's the new year. Yeah. You well, do we get really new. motivated to. You know, mm-hmm. we get motivated during this time of year as well. Well, we want growth. We want new change. Yeah. We want, you know, well, uh, maybe this time <laughs> in this season, we might want it a little worse than other years. <laughs> <laughs> I know there is a little bit of hesitancy where it's like, I don't think New Year's turning the corner into New Year's have ever been as scary as they mm-hmm. have been. Mm-hmm. Like last year and even this year, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't do this again. Please be nice to me, <laughs> yeah, you know, 2022. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> scary. And I know, and I don't think you do this, and I would, I think I would know if you did, mm-hmm. hopefully. No, hopefully. But you know, you know how I pick a word every year, right? right? Yeah, I like that. I think it's a great thing. Yeah, you don't do that as, as a guy, really, do you? As a guy and as a nine. Um, An Enneagram nine. Enneagram yeah. nine. I don't, you know, if you ask me my favorite anything, it's... <laughs> They're I, all my I, favorite. I, I love everybody and well, everything. No, it's like, I can give you my top three, and then people are like, okay, what are they? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I can't give you my top three. No, I lied, yeah, so, yeah. and now I have guilt and feel horrible. You know? It's no. kind of like my favorite dessert. What's your favorite dessert? Oh, it's carrot cake. Yeah. But, you know, but chocolate cake like... is really great. And, um, well, you know, blueberry cobbler and, you know, an apple pie. And, <laughs> so, ah! you, this really is what I deal with. This is what I deal with. Decisions are hard. They're hard. You have such a, a love rain, for everything. You know? okay. Yes. So but anyway, yeah, anyway yeah. Word. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think you're alone, you mm-hmm. know, in the fact of being a man who doesn't pick a word. Right. But this has been something that, you know, I have a whole lot of friends that do this as well. And it's a really helpful thing to do. Last year, I picked the word focus. And it's a word I like, I start contemplating around it around November, you know, and going, okay, God, what do you have for me? Is there a word? I look at my last year and I'm like, okay, what do I need in my life? And for whatever reason, focus was given. And I always Mm -hmm. start going, I'm going to pick this word for this reason that I have in my head. And it's never the reason. Like it's, (laughs) it's never the reason why God has given me this word and focus. I thought, you know, I'm going to be more focused and not get distracted by so many things. But what God did in 2021 is going, I know the world is falling apart. Focus on me. Mm. Focus on me. I didn't see that coming, but God always does that. So he always works in those words. And even though we've never done this as a couple, I think we're, I, I feel good about recommending it to you all as a couple. And it's also going to be something we're going to start yeah. because there's so many benefits to, to picking this word, right? I like that idea. Well, yeah. I mean, it's because if you have that word, it's almost like a, a, having a vision statement, right? Mm-hmm. It can be a filter. A simple one. A, a simple word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A very simple <laughs> vision statement, a yeah. one word vision statement that acts as a filter. So mm-hmm. when things come up, does this fit 
our uh-huh. word for this year. If it doesn't, well, then maybe it needs to wait for next year, which right. I know sounds like uh, next right. year. That's crazy. But you know what? Next year, God willing, is going to come whether or not. I right. mean, we can't do everything this year. Right. That trip to Hawaii might not be able to happen this year or this <laughs> decade. Right. Right. So- right. But yeah, you're right. Because like, there's things you may pick words as a couple, maybe like connected, mm-hmm. joy, rest, mm-hmm. yeah. peace. What is it you're desiring to have more of in your marriage next year? What's that one word? Nap. We can pick one. Even Enneagram nines can pick one word. Yeah, nap. Yeah, a nap. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it might be rest. Mm-hmm. And that way, when things come up as an option to go on your calendar, there comes that filter. Mm-hmm. Does this help us have more rest? Right. Does this help connect us? Mm-hmm. And now you can make a decision. Yeah. Now you can go, you know what? No, it doesn't. So let's kick that off. But it's also another benefit to just having that word is it gives you a continuous prayer topic. Right. Yeah. To pray. And you can look up scripture about like how I had focus last year. What does it say about keeping your eyes on Jesus? Mm. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say about focus? What does it say about connection mm-hmm. or joy or rest or peace? And those are things that you can always pray for together. Yeah. And no, just ask great. God for more of it. Ask him how you can be a producer of it, whatever it is. But it's a great way to have a prayer theme in your life for the year. And what I love most, honestly, about this is it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's simple. I get overwhelmed so easy and goals are hard. Yeah. Well, they're hard for everybody. Yeah. You know what? So statistically speaking, 83% of the population is just walking around without any goals. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot. That's a lot. And so, and you know, I guess if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's the part of the problem. You're in that group, aren't you? I'm a little in that group. You're in that group. Yeah, a little (laughs) little in that group. I mean, I don't know if just, just kind of hoping that good things come your way or, you know, uh, part of that song of like waiting for the world to change Mm -hmm. Um, because maybe you don't feel like, you know, Hey, I've, 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 started this diet or I've started this exercise plan and they've always failed. And so mm-hmm. why bother? Yeah. And I was going to, I was going to add to that because I think that is the reason why John Acuff, he has this great book called mm-hmm. finish. Yep. It's all about goal setting and hitting those goals. It is so good. It's one of our favorite books. So we're going to put that in the show notes so you can grab that. Yeah. Good idea. But he talks about how, and I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's, it's over 90% of people who set out for new year's resolutions and goals don't hit them. They fail. Mm. They fail. Mm-hmm. And after one bad day, so if it's the goal to lose weight or go to the gym, it's one day of eating the Oreos and that's enough to make majority of people just quit. Mm, yeah, you know, one setback. And, yes, and so that makes sense why 83% of the population doesn't set goals because they probably have a history, a long history of failing. Yeah. of not meeting them. So if I don't set so it, it's why then bother. I won't be disappointed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's just going to say. We sure hope you're enjoying this episode of the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We wanted to pause for a minute and give a shout out to one of our listeners, Braver Boulder Living. She was gracious enough to leave us a five-star review, and she says Chris and Jamie are authentic and real in all that they share. In every episode, I'm finding myself laughing with them and relating to the stories and wisdom they share. Also, there are so many great takeaways to apply to our marriage. All marriages have a lot of room for growth. Listen to this podcast. You'll be glad you did. We so appreciate Braver Boulder Living and you as a listener, and we would love it, and actually we rely on it, if you would give us a five-star review and tell us what it is you love about our podcast. That's the thing that helps us get the word out and reach more couples. Thanks for listening. Back to the episode. 
Well, the, you know, we have 14% of the population that actually mm-hmm. do come up with goals, but they don't write them down. Yeah, they just think about them. They think about them, so they, they at least take the time. They come mm-hmm. up with their word or whatever it is. What's cool about that, though, is they're 10 times, 10 times mm-hmm. more likely to actually achieve a goal yeah. than the just 83%. Just being intentional with thinking about it. Right, and, and bothering to come up with a plan yeah. or thinking about a goal. This is what we'd like to do. Right, and so that's pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty good. But here's the group we want to be a part of, mm-hmm. and that's the three percenters. These three percent... They actually have goals and they write them down. So they're going, I'm serious about this. Let's yep. get my goals on paper. And those people are 30 times more likely to hit their goals. Wow. That's, that's just amazing to think all you need to do is just these extra little steps. Yeah. And if you think about that in the context of a marriage goal of a couple that says, you know, we want to be more connected this year. Mm -hmm. We want to be more connected. Having that goal, thinking about it, talking about it and writing it down, putting it up in places in your home where you can see it and be reminded of it. it. Keep it in front of your face. Yeah. You are 30 times more likely to end up at the end of 2022 with more connection. Yeah. How good would that be? That'd be awesome. That'd yeah. be awesome. Just to bother putting it down. Put it, you put it on some a couple sticky notes around the house. Yeah. And that's a simple way, mm-hmm. you know, to do that. And so we are going to recommend that you pick that word for the year. And part per- of that... Prayerfully pick it. Yes. Prayerfully mm-hmm. pick it. You know what you want more of, what's been missing, and also bring God into it. Ask him where he wants you as a couple. Right. Because that's what's most important. Mm-hmm. But we also want to get a little more specific with you here because there are some practical things you know, you could do because setting these goals, it's going to involve conversation between the two of you. You're going to need to sit down and communicate. And one of the things I know, I, I feel like it needs that dun 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 again. I'll be just, I know that's the truth. But what you want to do is you want to, you know, take a look back. Mm-hmm. You got to look back at, at this past year and go, you know what? Okay, what's worked for us? What didn't work for us? You know, what are the things that brought us joy? Where were our sweet spots this, this yeah. year as a couple? And where were our really rough, stressful spots? Mm-hmm. You've got to evaluate things. Did we accomplish things we set out to do last year? Did we? Yes or no? And and how did we hit it? Or why didn't we hit it? Yeah, and it's not a time to like point fingers as far as like blaming. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of like, hey, did we not get this because you were busy working a couple jobs and, you know, didn't right. have the extra bandwidth or because the kids were just in a season of life where just we could be able to put forth that thing. That's where sometimes, you know, look, if, if we're wanting to start a new business, well, when the kids are still in diapers and, you know, that might mm-hmm. not be the great time. Right. So, you know, look at that. Okay, we tried this, but we didn't have the Yeah, the honest time. evaluation. Right. Or in times like this, what might have happened is this year has really started stressed us out Mm, mm -hmm. you know we're all on information overload we're all stressed out (laughs) we don't know what's around the corner at any given moment there's fear being pushed in our minds all the time and so maybe we accomplish nothing because we're so inundated by what's going on in the world paralyzed right and that might become a goal for you when you're looking back you might now go you know what Freedom from stress mm. is what we need. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the word as I think of this word is unplug. Oh, yeah. That's maybe a good one. we need to unplug from outlets that are feeding fear and fueling division and all of that into our lives. And so you need to, you're only going to come up with that 
if you choose to sit down and talk about it and take a look back. Right. And so you definitely want to do that. And then once you come up with that, mm-hmm. then decide, well, do you want to fix it? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you, which <laughs> seems silly, but it's it not. Does. Well, I mean, think about it. Jesus asked, do you want to be healed? Or, yeah. Do or, you want, yeah. Or what do you want? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, well, uh, I'm paralyzed. What do you think? But no, right. I mean, it's, it's really, we've got to decide, okay, are we up for that challenge? Yeah. Cause you don't want to lie to yourself. Mm-mm. You don't want to lie to yourself You're just because you should failure. want something doesn't mean that you do absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so you got to be willing to go forward with all right if we're going to do this it's going to require some intentionality it's going to require some help or some work with that right and you also might as you look back you might come up with a list of problems yeah you know what true. we you know what's what's broken well our communication our sex life our stress levels are too high mm-hmm. we're not emotionally connected anymore and that gets overwhelming. Oh, sir. And we are going to tell you right now to pick one. Yes, yes. Pick one. Guys, you, I, you've been in enough arguments where some where there's lots of different things flying around yeah. that you can't, can't resolve that. You know what? Just pick one. Mm-hmm. Pick one. In fact, what have studies have shown is if you are able to resolve one issue, then you'll feel more accomplished. You'll mm-hmm. feel more like a team. And then the, being able to address the other ones come easier. Yes. In fact, some of the smaller, like little, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to say minutia ones, or I don't know, some of the other ones will start to fall online just because right. of that. Because they're like, it's a thread that mm-hmm. goes through your yeah, marriage. And, you know, for it. instance, with the examples we just shared here, let's say you start emotionally connecting mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what? We're disconnected. I'm going to focus on connection. Well, guess what? Out of that list, you're probably going to fix three. Oh, yeah. At least. Because if you emotionally connect, your stress levels are going to go down yeah. because you're relying on one another more and you're mm-hmm. tuning into each other. And guess what? When you do that, you're going to have much better sex life. It, it, it will happen. Yeah. And so fixing one thing will by default often fix many of the others. Mm-hmm. And so we want you to make your list, decide to fix what's broken, and then choose which one you actually want to fix. Mm-hmm. And pick one. Pick one that you Start can stay with one. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know, what are we going to do this week, right? Guys, keep it simple. We sometimes yeah. sometimes simple is not easy. And that's mm-hmm. the that's the challenge. We think simple is easy. They're not. Nope. No, simple is just simple. It is. But it's hard to execute. Sure, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know, and part of the executing is if you have some sort of daily routine for Mm -hmm. connecting with each other. Yeah, simple. If you're going to work together, if you're going to be a team, if if your spouse is going to be your resource, Mm -hmm. which your spouse should be, your spouse, apart from God, your spouse should be your greatest resource. Yeah. Well, then you need to make sure that you're connecting into that resource. Mm -hmm. And there's four sweet spots, four times to do that during the day. Yeah. Simple connections, right? Yeah, simple connections. When you wake up in the morning, Mm -hmm. right? Make sure that you're intentional to to connect then. When you leave for the day, right? When you return after not seeing each other from the day, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to get home from work and all that, which could be a hard time. Yeah, because normally there's two stressed out individuals. And it's like you get thrown right into, you get the kids, tag your it, or you do this, I'll do this. And it becomes about business. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. all about the task. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, at bedtime. You're going to yeah. have a shared bedtime routine. And so when we're talking about connecting, we're not necessarily talking about these are the times to work on the problems. No. Um, no, these are the times to to get... Acknowledge to, that you have a husband or a wife. Right, yeah, to get recharged yeah. by connecting yeah. with each other. Yeah, good morning. I hope you have a good day. Yeah. A prayer together. Coffee together. Yeah, hugging each mm-hmm. other. Hey, I haven't seen you all day. Give me a hug. Yeah. You know, yeah. and a good hug, too. Right. You know, so, you know, and you know what? You even said good morning. You know, couples who say good morning... Live mm-hmm. longer, 
Wow. Like years longer. I think it's an average of five years longer. So guys, just something like that is a, is a great thing to do. It, it makes it easier for you to accomplish the other thing. That's awesome. It yeah. is awesome. And then, you know, and, and another thing uh, on that, on that note, have more fun. Yes. Guys, you know what? Yes. <laughs> we, we actually even have an episode, uh, episode 37. It's exhausted parents still needed um, date nights. You know, it is so important for you to fill your joy tank, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm sure your joy bucket. I'm sure you've heard of love tanks or love banks and all that kind yeah. of joy, There's one for joy too. Yeah. It's so but important. But it's a bucket, not a tank. Yeah, that's apparently. true. Yeah, it's a, it's a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it really it, is. It literally is a place in your brain yeah. made just for joy. And what's, like, the best thing? Tell them the best thing about, about this joy bucket. Oh, it's, it's also relational. Mm-hmm. And it's also where we identify as ourselves. Yes. And it never, oh. it, it always grows. Yeah. You can never overfill it. See, there's so many things. Yeah, you just, I'll, I'll, he had to list his top three. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, I couldn't say the best thing. Yeah, you're yeah this is the thing. Mm-hmm. It, it has an unlimited capacity for yes, joy. Yes, yes. Isn't that awesome, guys? So I you mean, can't have too much joy. No, and you could start at any time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so date nights, you know, um, and we had a couple who, you know, doing a little check-in with them at the beginning of the session. They're like, you know, the last couple of weeks have been really great. I'm like, okay, well, what happened? Well, we went on a date and then we had, you know, a really great couple of weeks. I'm like, well, what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. You probably should have more dates. Go on more dates. Right. And especially, we always tell couples that we're working with, because, you know, marriage counseling can be kind of heavy at times. And it's so important to don't just fixate on the work. Mm-hmm. Don't just always hustle, hustle, hustle in your marriage to fix all these problems. That's exhausting. Oh, and it's yeah. defeating. You and it need makes the to, problems look too big. Yes, you need to intercept a lot of that work with times of fun and joy and connection and unplugging from the work and just having fun. Mm-hmm. Laughter and joy are so good for you physiologically and emotionally and mentally. It benefits you each individually, which then by the default, your marriage will be benefit from that as well. Definitely. And so you always have to pause and have fun and don't make your marriage a constant state of working and improving. That's tiring and you don't want to live under a spotlight like that. Mm-mm. You don't want to do that. And so here's the reality. At the end of the day, none of us can control what 2022 is going to bring. Like we have no idea what's around the corner for us, but how we choose to respond to whatever this next year brings us, that is the thing that's going to most influence how good our year is together Mm -hmm. as a couple. And because we want you truly to enjoy the new year, but more importantly, we want you to enjoy the journey.